You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey, welcome to a Saturday Checkdown episode of Purple Daily. Here, we just uh, we just want to check in on you guys. Just a little little check check down, quick little Do throw. Do something. Just a little. Just poke you guys on the weekend for fifteen minutes or so, just to say hi that we're here talking to you, even in the dead of the off season about Vikings football and life, presented by our friends at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands with a new lineup of award-winning TVs, delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Learn more at TCL.com. Inspire greatness with TCL, an official partner of the National Football League. So this is a great leftover Feedback Friday question from Dallas Keat. I believe, I believe his last name is pronounced Keat. And Dallas says, love all your shows, listen every day. I had this thought while on a walk listening to your show this week. If the Vikings were to win a Super Bowl this season, which current players on the roster do you think end up in the Hall of Fame? The Hall of Fame. So not the Vikings ring, of, the honor, ring of honor, not the retired jerseys. Well, we could do both. We Why sure. don't we, we could sort of, let's sort some players into different categories. Well, the Hall of Fame, I mean, as he's tracking, Justin Jefferson for sure. Yep. Now now he has to continue this like he can't, you know, God forbid he wins a Super Bowl and gets hurt. <laughs> that would change things. But Justin Jefferson, I would say, is like the first name that comes to my mind, slam dunk. Uh, you know what? Depending on his I- impact, I'm going to give you one that I think he is maybe a borderline discussion right now, but I don't think he makes it. But with a Super Bowl ring, I think he does. Harrison Smith. That's what I was thinking, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Do you think he makes it if he retires without a ring? Like, he's been a really no. good player, but I don't think he makes it. He's, I think he's, he's Hall of Very Good. He's Hall of Very Good. And, you know, he plays safety, which is a position that, look, it's been, it's certainly been an impactful big-time spot before, but I don't know that going forward – I think safety and I think safety is going to be seen like wide receiver has been. And I think wide receiver is now turning a corner just because they're so damn good and important. So those two come to mind, Phil. Yeah. Well, Jeff, yeah, with or without a Super Bowl, Jefferson's probably headed that direction, right? Mm-hmm. But you're right. Sometimes with defensive players or with offensive linemen, it's kind of hard to quantify. There's certain positions like safety and defensive tackle and offensive line where yeah, that guy's pretty good. He's in a bunch of Pro Bowls. And and then the thing that gets you over the top is a big, high-profile playoff run where you win a Super Bowl, right? So, like, Harrison Smith, does he all of a sudden become, like, in that Troy Palomalu category right. if he if he's playing? Like, Palomalu played in AFC Championship games and played in Super Bowls. And so exactly. um, if, if Harrison was playing in more of those games, I mean, the guy's played in, is it one NFC Championship game? 
what one what? right one. 2017 season yeah mm-hmm. so well i mean another interesting one is old kirky boy kirk has a nice run of let's see here is it five years with the vikings and three so he's got about eight years of four thousand yard seasons big time stats right yeah most mostly competitive regular seasons uh in fact right now on the all-time lists Kirk Cousins is sixth on the all-time completion percentage list. He's eighth on the all-time passer rating list. Just behind Drew Brees, just ahead of Tom Brady, Steve Young, Peyton Manning. I'm not putting him in that category. If if all of a sudden, like, because the the knock on Kirk has been, congrats, you rank high on all these lists, but it doesn't equate to playoff team success, et cetera. But if all of a sudden... He breaks the barrier down of playoff team success and has a Super Bowl ring. Or maybe he needs two, like Eli I, Manning. Right, yeah. I think if, if he wins one, no chance. Because I think the issue for Kirk is, is this. Rightfully so. Because the league is now so geared towards making sure that QBs can be successful and pass for tons of, of yards, which is great. It's fun to watch. Um, I think the voters are going to put a much higher standard and have started to on that spot. So like, I don't think, I don't think a Super Bowl ring and longevity gets Kirk in. Now, if he has a couple that changes the dynamic in my opinion completely, but I think Kirk Cousins is a product of being a very good player in a time when it is geared towards his success. And if he has one ring, I think the competition and so here, here's my question. When I think that they do this on zoom now, right. But when the voters all gather, all congregate, and it used to be in a hotel or in a hotel conference room at the Super Bowl the night before, when they all gather the writer from each city who covered that player, the closest ordinarily, basically gives you chapter and verse on why they should be in, why they should be a candidate and why their their candidacy should lead them to Canton, okay? So think of it this way. When the Minnesota chapter guy sits down and is saying, okay, and by the way, this is a room filled with skeptics too. Skeptics. And says, okay, here's my here's the case for Kirk. Here's the hard facts about Kirk. And let's say it's a Super Bowl and his stats and longevity. I don't see the room saying, yeah. Not, well, not today. Right. Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me fight you a little bit on there. There's a lot of layers into the, getting to that point there, Judd. Uh, l- let's say Kirk has the Joe Flacco-like run this year, where it's just four games, three games of absurd statistics, team on the back, Vikings win their first Super Bowl. I think the case legitimately jumps up significantly. Keep in mind, a guy like Kurt Warner, who won an MVP and went to, what, multiple Super Bowls with two different teams, has years sandwiched in there where he was unplayable being benched. Now, I'm not trying to say Kurt Cousins is on the same level of impact as Kurt Warner, because I do think there's definitely a cliff there. But I think if there's a Joe Flacco-like run where he takes the team that's one of the best in the NFL who has never won a Super Bowl, to the Super Bowl with then his statistics that everyone loves to bring, I think the case is made. I really do. It cha- it does change. It changes the trajectory. Yeah. Because the whole premise here is he has a Super Bowl. 
and he presumably right. would have to play really well for that to happen, right? So he would have he would then have another big time regular season, mm-hmm. stack more statistics, and a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. And now, and no one's saying that that would put him close to like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady in terms of or Aaron Rodgers doing what he's done for fifteen twenty years. Uh, but but I'm looking at a list of Hall of Fame quarterbacks right now. You have to have either absurd historical stats like a Dan Marino or a Fran Tarkenton, for instance, in the absence of a Super Bowl championship. Or you have to have at least one, preferably two Super Bowl titles. Like Kurt Warner is kind of the rare one where he only has one title, but he did go to, to two more Super Bowls. And he was first team, like AP, all pro first teams. Like you need some of that stuff at some point too. The difference with Kirk though, or Kurt is Kurt Warner played in an era where the game was changing and he helped change it. Kirk Cousins, I can tell you right now in that room, you give me two Super Bowl titles, I can give you a good case. I think with his great stats and one, and because the most important thing and this is what's going to be used, and I think already is used against quarterbacks, is a ton of guys now have great stats. Like if Kirk Cousins' statistical resume was blowing people away, then he's got a great case. But it's not going to. And well, yet. But if he played, right. but here's the thing. If he, he's so durable. Listen to me right now. I'm like yeah. fighting yeah, for Kirk right Cousins. Here. This is all hypothetical. But, you. but what we're saying is, He's going to win a Super Bowl at age yep. 34. Yep. And then what I'm saying is, what if he plays like another, what if he plays till he's 41 years old and he's just rock solid all the way through and then maybe has another couple deep playoff runs or something? All of a sudden, you'd be looking at what, like 12 to 13 really good statistical, his. Even relative to his era, like his counting numbers, I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but he it would you'd have to have like five or six more reg, great regular season, at least statistical profiles, to go along with that Super Bowl, and yep. probably another trip back to the Super Bowl or a yeah, second that's win. What that's what I'm saying. Yes, agreed. But it's like you know, it's you can't. I guess you can't just say it's not possible if he if he has a Super Bowl championship. That's a it's a pretty rare thing. Like how many. I'm looking at these quarterbacks here on this list, and I mean, it's a pretty incredible. There's a lot of guys like uh, like Joe Theismann has a Super Bowl ring. He wasn't injured the year they won it. Um, there's random guys like I'm just looking at the the quarterbacks that have Super Bowl rings that are in the Hall of Fame here. Actually, Theismann's not in though. So, um, if you get one. And you have big counting stats. It's an interesting conversation. What about like Daniil Hunter? Uh, no, because I think he's going to be. So if he gets a Super Bowl and then just starts to naturally, when he gets to 30, decline a bit. No, because the year plus is going to to derail him. So he missed 2020. And then I think he played seven games. I think it was the seventh game against Dallas. He got hurt in 21. Uh, I think that's going to derail what would have been a Hall of Fame career. I think he goes into the Hall most definitely if he had continued because, I mean, he was he was setting incredibly impressive statistical marks. Yeah. Um, I think the time missed, though, is going to hurt him. And if it's a Super Bowl and then, you know, in a couple of years now he's in decline, it might be a conversation. I don't think he makes it. 
just trying to see like contextually where could he climb. So if, if you get him the Super Bowl and then he plays like, could he play five more years, two or three at a really, really high level? Like how many sacks could he stack? So right now he is 153rd on the all-time sack list right there with Ndamukong Sue. But what if, and uh, one sack behind Lance Johnstone. There you go. It's a fun name from this week. So could he get? Let could, could he average ten sacks per season? Could is there any way he could get like fifty more sacks? I think I, it's possible. He, he it, could go get it's twelve po- this year. It's possible, but it's probably a long shot. Because if he gets fifty more sacks, that would put him top thirty all time. Kind of like where Von Miller is right now. Like Von, he would be where Von Miller is right now in this conversation, yeah. which is yeah. He's top 30 all-time in sacks next to, like, Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, uh, you know, guys like that. Jim Marshall is uh, – some of these are, are, are unofficial Marshall's maybe too because they didn't actually start tracking sacks. I'm on the unofficial – like, Pro Football Reference has the unofficial list where you add guys back in who – Right, because they went to the – Who team. they went back and had an intern count their sacks in the 1970s. But mm-hmm. if you have a ring and you're top 30 in sacks, it's a conversation. Like, Von Miller, it's a conversation. For him, That's Christian Derrissaw, get him a ring. But one yeah. of the best left tackles in the league for eight to ten years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If if he goes like twelve years, if, if he's if he's an elite left tackle for twelve to fifteen years and, and has a ring or two rings, yeah. And look, if Hunter can get fifty more sacks, that changes things. I just don't know. I I am concerned that with a guy who had a neck problem, that that might come back at some point in time. I just don't know how long he's going to continue to be the elite player that that he can be, which is yeah. why I'm all for the Vikings trying to bring him back on a very lucrative three-year contract because, like, even a five-year contract in the case of Daniil scares me right now. You know, the, the and I, I know people might be hearing you saying, well, he only missed a year and a half, like, yeah. in pass rusher terms, missing a year and a half of the peak of your prime. So here's what the ramifications are. Let's give him, let's say, just based on what Eric Eager told us a couple weeks ago, that, hey, he actually profiles to be productive into his 30s if he can stay healthy. Let's give him 50 more sacks from age 28 to 33, that he averages 10 a year until he's 33, and he stays healthy enough. And that that would put him, like I said, like 30th on the all-time list. But if you give him, in the year that he missed, at the peak of his powers, 15 sacks, and then... The half year he missed, give him another eight sacks, seven to eight. Is that reasonable? So now we're attacking, let's say, 23 sacks out of that. Yes. That would have put him top 10 all-time in sacks. He was on a path, maybe, if he didn't miss a year and a half, if he played until his early 30s, to be right there with, like, Lawrence Taylor, Alan Page, and Chris Dolman in terms of sack numbers. And that's the problem is, unlike baseball, where where the voters get a ballot, right? And so they do their own research obviously but they just sit there at their kitchen table and make decisions this is done with somebody presenting the facts and so it's a little bit uh, different because phil what you just said is going to be or is going to have to be pointed out and i don't think the conversation can be well if he had played that year you know he might have had 13 14 15 sacks so i do think that it's it's uh in some ways probably more difficult because decisions are made off of what the presentation is and the, the presentation pre- is not going to be, it's not going to be 
flattering to Hunter, not because he was not a great player, but because of what you just said, which is there is a there's a gap there at which he would have been probably piling some really good stats up. When you say like, and we, we got to wrap this episode, but because um, we're at 15 minutes and we promised we would only hold you guys for 15 minutes here on this Saturday check down. The presentation for Kirk becomes interesting for that reason, because your presentation is Super Bowl winner, top five-ish all-time in passer rating and completion percentage. Like, that's a, re- that's a really interesting argument. Unfortunately, really interesting argument. unfortunately just quick, quickly, the old guard will say, yeah, he won a Super Bowl, but he had Justin Jefferson, who I'm voting for in the first Okay, ballot. well, Joe Montana had Jerry Rice, yeah. and I mean... Well, but Joe, it's Joe Montana. A little bit different. There. Okay, I, I agree. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is Joe Montana, but you can't play the, well, this guy had a weapon. Okay. Like, of course, you're not going to win a Super Bowl without weapons. I'd love to be in that room and fight for Kirk Cousins. My guy. My you're guy, hilarious. Kirk Cousins. You're hilarious. <laughs> you, yeah, and Carl Anthony Towns is going to go to Springfield, Mass. when he changes the game. <laughs> All right, there's your Saturday check down here on Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl and get Kirk Cousins to the Hall of Fame before we die. <laughs>